I want you to turn your Bibles to 1 John chapter 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, we've seen with our eye, we've looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. Probably, if not for this scripture, and some few others, a lot of people that wouldn't know that the word of God is not only to be heard. Because the word of God is not just verbal. Word of God is a person. So the word of God spoken to us. It's just one of the ways of appreciating the person. He's a person, so we heard his voice. So the word comes sometimes as a voice. It comes verbally. We say that the Bible is the word of God. Yes, anything less than that would be denigrating God's word. So we agree. But actually, the Bible contains the word of God. You see, because the word is more than ink and paper. Now, the word of God is God. It gives more than just life. That's God himself. And if you understand this, you can receive God through his word. And everything is in the word. Life is in there. Health is in there. Prosperity is in there. Joy is in there. Amen. So this scripture helps us appreciate that the word of God is not only to be heard. It's to be heard, but it's not only to be heard. It's to be seen. It's to be seen. After a while, the things you are hearing, you must see them. Some of you have heard about heaven. You've never seen it. Now, if you only hear, one day somebody will tell you that there's no heaven. And you will believe it because you have never seen it. Somebody just told you. There is no prophet or apostle who is not a witness. The qualification of an apostle, the apostles of the Lamb, is those who saw Jesus. They saw him feely, feely. They were with him from his baptism. He died. Now, if you don't believe Jesus, well, at least it's a historical fact that there was a day somebody came on the earth called Jesus. That one, you can't deny it. You can't change it. That is why he did not only come by water, but he came by water and blood. You must believe in the deity of Jesus. You must also believe in the humanity of Jesus. So that which we have heard and we have seen with our eyes. Apostles are witnesses. They saw. Even Paul the apostle who didn't see Jesus of the flesh had to see Jesus by revelation even in a more intimate way than those who knew him after the flesh. The night that Jesus was betrayed. He said certain things that the other apostles didn't even see because they went to sleep on the Mount of Transfiguration. They didn't know the rest of the things that happened. Amen. So the word of God has to be seen. After a while, what you hear, you must begin to see. What you hear must take shape. It must take form. You must be able to see. You must be able to see. We see with our eyes and we have looked upon. You see, when it comes to seeing, they mention it twice. Because out of all your faculties, your sight or your seeing is very important in the things of the spirit. 
there's a basic principle in the realm of the spirit what you see that's what you get it's like digital printing what you see on the screen that's what you get what you see that's what you get if you can't see it you can't get it it's as simple as that it's a rule in the spirit what you can't see you can't get so to get it you must see it either mentally or spiritually you must behold it we all beholding us in a mirror the glory of the lord we are transformed into that same image what you see that's what you get what you see that's what you get that's why you have to sharpen your faculty of sight your seeing you must see there are certain things that are obvious you can just see but there are certain things look at the verse again which we have looked upon we have seen and we have looked upon there are certain things that are obvious so you can see them but there are certain things you have to look before you see actually you must focus your gaze and look intently and look without distraction the bible says who has stood in the council of the lord who has perceived his word who has marked his words and perceived it sometimes you have to stay there for long and see you have to look to see amen and there's so much to see now we're talking about the word of god i know some people are already lost but we're still talking about the word of god and we say you have to hear it and then you have to see you have to look up you have to look upon some of you don't like to look or better still some of you look at the wrong thing you know there's some people who have a problem with their hearing life and others have problem with their seeing you can train your ear into what we call the hearing of faith every time you are hearing even somebody is saying bad news cry you are hearing faith your ear has been programmed to only hear good news the whole of the new testament is good news though if you are hearing anything which is not good news well you are doing yourself disservice you can't stop people from sharing the bad news but you can do yourself some service by choosing what you hear take it to what you hear God knows that sometimes you don't want to hear some things, but they are coming. So he said, Take it to how you hear. So you are hearing, and you deliberately shun profane and vain babblings. But then sometimes you cannot shun some of the things, but they will come anyway. But you take it to how you hear. Someone is talking, and then you are hearing. And that's how your sight also is. Some people they always see the wrong things. When God appears right now, they are seeing his judgment and he's coming to kill. You know, Moses went and saw judgment and that's what he got. And gave it to the people. What you see, that's what you get. It's a principle. What you see, that's what you get. Paul was talking about the glory of God. In fact, he was talking about the love of God. And then he said, we see us in a mirror dimly. Because at the time he wrote the letter, mirrors were not made of glass. The ladies know what I'm talking about. You can use anything to look at your face. Sometimes at the kitchen, some of the stainless steels. They are so smooth, they are like mirrors. But you see, they are not very clear, like the glass mirror. And he said, we see now dimly. Now, he, he said this in the context of the love of God, which is the true glory of God, which we are looking into. But even for those of us who think we have seen the right thing, he said, what we are seeing now is just dim. We see dimly as in a mirror. In other words, there are some people who are even not even seeing the thing. They are just seeing the wrong thing. They are just seeing when they look at God. And because people don't understand that the true glory of God is His love, 
when they look at God, instead of beholding his love, they look at something else. And what you see, that's what you get. What Saul looked at, that's what he got. Saul and David sinned. But Saul looked at something else and he got what he was looking at. David was looking at mercy and looking at grace. And then, there are levels in the things of the Spirit. Glory has weight. Everything is not the same. There is one glory of the sun and another glory of the moon. He said this in the context of the different levels of glory in our glorification. So it's not the same thing. Every star different in glory. You know, sometimes when you say glory, then people say, oh, that is it. No. We are transformed from one level of glory to other. When you got born again, it was a divine birth. God entered your DNA, so you have glory already. But that glory is small. There's one glory of a baby and the glory of a matured man. The glory of the lion is in his strength. The glory of the peacock is on his feather. They are all glory, but they are different things. The glory of the dog is one. When the dog barks, ho, ho, ho. But Charlie, not when a lion roars. That's child's play compared to the roaring of a lion. There are levels in God. People think that it's the same thing. Why would Bible talk about the depth and height if it's the same thing? If it's the same level, why would God talk about length, breadth, height, depth? Or you think God doesn't understand English? He created the English language or the Greek or the Hebrew. No, if it's the same thing, why depth? Why height? Why exceeding, abundantly, above? Why those words? If it's the same thing, are we here? All right, this is not what I want to share, but I think the Lord just brought that one in and I appreciate it. I'm still yielded to him. Acts chapter 7, verse 38. Acts chapter 7. This is he that was in the church in the wilderness with the angel, which spoke to him in the Mount Sinai and with our fathers, who received the lively oracles given unto us. Say lively oracles. Say lively oracles. Say and this is he say that was in the church in the wilderness with the angel which spoke to him in mount sinai or sinai that's okay and with our fathers who received the lively oracles say our fathers received the lively oracles say our fathers received the lively oracles okay an oracle for our use simply means a word from god it's actually a word from a deity okay but it means a word of god okay say lively oracles everything you see happen in the life of israel came out of the lively oracles lively oracles living word now the word of god is not just alive it is living what that means is that the word is active so if god spoke a word one million years ago it's as if he's saying it right now many of you say god is speaking right now no 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 actually he has spoken he used to speak at sundry times in diverse manners to the prophets in the last day he's spoken jesus is the word of god so god doesn't need to say anything again he is but you see, the thing about the word of God is that when God speaks a word one million years back, 
when you hear it it's as if he's saying it right now because the word is not just alive it's living it's a lively oracle it's present it's lively god doesn't have a past and his god is his word and so it's right now now when you discover a word from the bible which contains the word of god even if it was spoken one million years ago taflache it is as if if you encounter the true word it's lively oracle. it's now 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 it has the same power and potency if god spoke a word one million years ago it has the same power potency it's as active as if he's now saying it you don't need to say god speak a word and change my situation the one he has spoken you have to hear twice once has god spoken you have to be hearing the twice that hasn't just been two times you have to be hearing 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 because the truth is that words don't speak have you ever heard a word speaking before it has already spoken so the word is not going to speak again you have to hear after i've spoken can the word be speaking you have to hear you have to hear the word is already gone for you have to hear you have to keep hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and faith comes by hearing hearing by the word of god now listen to this the bible says that there's no difference between the jew and the greek we all know the israelites they're fantastic people supernatural people they rule the world everything about the jews is a miracle and we know there's a difference between them and all other people but the bible says in romans 10 12 that there's no difference between the jew and the Greek. but in romans 3 he says there's a difference in romans 3 he said there's a difference between the jew and other people romans 10 12 says there's no difference between the jew and the greek and the reason why he says there is no difference is because he gave you the common denominator which is the same lord overall it's god who made them rich so that same god can make you rich that's what he's saying here that's why i said there's no difference the thing is i'm the same god of the jew and the gentile so it's just the same god we don't have the god of the jews and the god of the gentile the same god so he as he blessed the jews he can bless anybody he's not a respecter of persons so that's why they say there's no difference but in chapter 3 they say there's a difference look at chapter 3 what advantage then has the jew or what profit is there in circumcision much every way he said the israelites and the other man or the other people he said they are different in every way then he said but chiefly because that unto them were committed the oracles of god he says the real trick the real thing that distinguishes a jew from every human being on earth is because god gave them oracles god gave them his word god just gave them his word now people don't understand that the word of god is an inheritance that the word of god is god when god gave you his word it's like he gave a piece of himself to you when god gave his oracle to abraham he turned abraham into a god when god gave his word to moses he said i make you a god to pharaoh actually abraham became a type of christ that in him all the families of the earth will be blessed nobody can be blessed without abraham because god gave him oracles may the holy spirit help us in this service because there's something you are going to get you know there are some words when you finish hearing them 
you just drop your khaki in church or you empty your account and you see people don't understand that that becomes your true appreciation of what you receive and that is what you actually receive back the bible said the measure with which you met the same measure will be given back to you and he says those who hear more shall be added he's talking about how much you are able to hear but how much you are able to hear is dependent on how much of your heart you are able to give and usually how much you give in your heart to the hearing manifest in your giving physically the best is you give yourself away you give your whole being to the word but many times you give money or you give something to show it's like a man who found a pearl in a field or who found a field with pearls and sold everything he had to get it until we treat the word of god as the most important thing in our life we haven't started until we treat the word of god as the true riches and every other thing else as mere riches fleeting well we are building on a wrong foundation and god said no 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 foul play yeah i can't even prosper you yet the main thing was the lively oracle the main thing was the oracle chiefly because unto them god gave now you know when you are a baby it's a different ball game when you are a baby everything goes honey when you are a baby they just mix all the nutrients all the vitamins they mix all into a liquid base or they put the food in a liquid form and you suck grub, 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 grub. milk is the most complete food it has every nutrient every mineral everything inside in a liquid form so when you take the milk everything is inside but because milk is the jack of all trade it is the master of none so when you are a baby what you get is a little of everything spiritually a little of everything mixed now listen there's a difference between the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the holy ghost there's a difference between the spirit of wisdom and then the holy ghost there's a difference when you are a baby christian what you have is the holy ghost they mix everything in the spirit and give it to you as the holy ghost when you start to grow you operate in the spirit of power you operate in the spirit of revelation you operate in the spirit of wisdom when you are a baby christian what you have is the word of god every time is word of god when you start to grow you move from word of god to word of faith listen you move to the word of his grace the word of god is not the same as the word of his grace it's the same word of god but you see word of god doesn't give you an inheritance among the sanctified because there are portions of the word of god that says you should not do this you should not do that so if you do it you cannot receive the inheritance that are reserved for saints so it is only the word of grace that can give you what belongs to saints so i commend you to god and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and give you inheritance among the saints so the word of his grace is different from the general word of god the general word of god is like milk are you here but the word of his grace is like somebody who's going into bodybuilding now he's building his have you ever seen any baby building his muscles before have you seen any baby before doing acrobatics who is an acrobat his bones are not even well formed yet and his muscles he can't do much so the church in ephesus paul said in chapter one 
that after you believe you were sealed with the holy ghost of promise after you heard the word of truth from verse 13 all the way to verse 15 from verse 13 so if they had the holy ghost sealed why will he now pray for them to receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation which means not the same thing the spirit of wisdom and revelation was mixed it's part of the holy ghost anyway but it was mixed like milk so at new birth you have wisdom and revelation but you have it in trace quantities small when you start to grow you have to walk in the spirit of revelation you have to walk in the spirit of wisdom it's not enough to just say i have the holy ghost we all got the holy ghost but you need <laughs> now i didn't say that there is another spirit you should go for it's all in the holy ghost but now you are dividing it the word of god must be divided the spirit realm must be designed spiritual things they must be designed the word is divide descend means divide this and error descend means divide so now you lay hold on this and say this is it it's like a carpenter laying hold on tools to work now you can't mix everything <laughs> everything is there oh, all things are yours all things are yours but now some specific things have to be yours because faith is the substance of specific things hoped for all things are yours but now some specific things must be yours so when you read your bible you hear something called the word of life it is the same word of god but it's different the word of his grace same word of god but it's different the word of truth same word of god but it's different word of his power same word of god but it's true but it's different word of life the same thing applies to the holy spirit the spirit of life is the same holy ghost the spirit of adoption actually that's the first one that you get when you get born again just the knowing that you are born again you have the spirit of adoption you have the spirit of might and then it goes on and on and on and on and on there's something i want to show you in this service he gave them when god speaks to you he's not telling you something he's giving you something now i've said this here about 10 times or more the day my daughter heard this that, eh? if god is talking to you he's not just telling you something he's giving you something he said that was the day i stopped going to hear when i go to church i go to take you can sit down here nice sermon nice sermon and leave and say what a sermon nice sermon that's so cute that's so nice and walk away zero god is not telling you something he doesn't have anything to tell you god is giving you something so he gave them we agreed that what god gave abraham was his word the oracle that was all he need but some of you think that and let me say this the greatest thing a man of god can give you even if he gives you his car he hasn't given you anything yet the greatest thing a man of god can give you is the word that is why those the elders that rule well should be counted worthy of double honor especially those who labor in doctrine and in truth because the person is giving you more than life he is giving you god are you here now when the person is laboring in the word he is demystifying the mystery of the word 
helping you to get it because it's not easy because he has to take the word from his original state as it is modify it and yet make it not lose essence and help you to be able to imbibe it actually digest it and assimilate it so he goes around the word grinds the word beats it down breaks it takes it the whole he, he uses the spirit to lay hold on the word and twist it this way and say say it this way push it this way give this example push it into his spirit say this this will wake him up those who labor before i came to the meeting i was trying to prepare but i was losing so much energy i decided not to prepare because as a prophet five minutes of preparation is like preaching for 10 days you don't believe this and you don't need to believe it it's okay i'm just telling you you don't have to believe it i was getting tired i was feeling pains in my heart because i'm already tired so to just go back trying to labor in the word and coming to teach it will be like a double service it will kill me so i know i already have the word anyway so i was just trying to like a good pastor i was just trying to make sure that i prepare thoroughly so that you know things are easy on stage so that i can help some of you together oh pastors what do you do one day somebody gave me a lift and said oh you pastors what do you do once a while you go and do a naming ceremony or once a while you do a funeral and then maybe one one sunday you preach once a while you go to do a midweek service what do you do i almost asked him that which denomination are you in because maybe that's what he sees their church do but Taflache, right now even the anglican churches and the methodist churches they are doing all night too. i read everybody is thriving in the kingdom of god from the day somebody started announcing that he hasn't come here too the day john the baptist started to talk about it there was commotion in the heavenlies the kingdom of heaven suffered violence everything started pushing in and the violent take it by force they say well, what do you do yesterday i was telling the church here that there are only two disciplines that impact you on a three level spirit soul and body it's preaching and singing and preaching it's been said that 45 minutes of preaching equals 16 hours of manual labor when you preach for 45 minutes it's like you've worked in the farm for two days non-stop I didn't say this one. Scientists say this one. Because anointing work on your nerve level. That's why this thing, if you are not caught and you try it, you die. Actually, somebody said, one man of God said three days ago, you are a walking miracle. And all preachers are miracles. Because the energies that are expended, ladies and gentlemen, it's not an exaggeration. Me, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that I'm still holding microphone today. Honestly. Yesterday, I was coming to church just to come because it was our pastor's appreciation, just to come quietly and just hold myself and so that I don't collapse, so that we can close, so that I can go and sleep. I'm telling you, I didn't come to church yesterday to preach. I preached in the first service, preached in the second service, went to action to minister, came back. We had another meeting with the pastors in the evening. We ran on divine energy. Now, can we continue? 
the words are not the same. Don't be fooled. They say, oh, it's all word of God, word of God. No. Don't you understand that some is milk and some is solid food? So how can they be the same? We even have the word of his oath. It's the same word of God. God has spoken to a lot of people, but nothing happened. But when God swore to Melchizedek, the word of his oath, they say with carnal commandments, that one was also from God. The command that God gave that Moses used to make those priests, they were still word of God. They came from God. But the one God spoke over Jesus, the word of oath was different. So, when you go to God, don't go for stories and Nancy stories. When you go to God, go for solid word that impacts generations, continents, nations, eternities. Listen. By the humble grace of God, and I knelt down because I said this with humility, I have come to the place where I cannot sell the anointing or anointing oil. Ah! Even if you pay $100,000 or $1 million, it's still an insult to what I carry. What is on my life? We determine what happens in the world. And by the grace of God, we even speak and things happen in heaven. You don't need to understand this now. You get it later. But if you don't know what you have, you sell it cheap. You sell the anointing. You sell it so cheap. These people will tell you, I travel with them, we go everywhere. When I talk on the glory of God, I don't even take offerings. I say, lest, lest somebody thinks. That he can buy this thing with money. Peter said, your money perish with you. Now, don't think that the givings you give is to bribe God or to buy anything. There's a place for giving and being rewarded. Are you getting me? But these things are not for sale. Actually, actually, let me explain something to you. They cannot be earned. The truest way God deals with people is on the basis of mercy and grace. They say the day we go the length, breadth, height, depth of the love of God, that's when we'll be filled with all the fullness of God. The day we understand the love of God, the grace of God, that's when we'll be filled with the fullness of God. Because this thing cannot be earned. And it's not for sale. Let me explain something to you. I believe in abstinence from sin. And every believer, anybody who calls on, on the name of the Lord should keep away from himself from, from sin. I believe in abstinence. But the truest sanctification is not because we kept ourselves from sin. It is because we were sanctified by the word of God and prayer. What sanctifies a man the most is the word of God. Not necessarily he doing the word of God. But the word God spoke specifically. Yesterday I told the church here that in Israel they were all children of God. Nobody was better than the others. But some are Levites. There was a king called Uzziah who thought he was God's favorite king. So he could venture and do what only priests were supposed to do. He got leprosy right there trying to sacrifice as a priest. So you don't joke with this. He was a good man, but that doesn't make him a priest. It's a calling. Among the Levites, all of them are not priests. Among the sons of Aaron, 
The Gershonites and the Merarites cannot touch the Ark of Covenant because it is reserved for the Kohatites, though they are all sons of Aaron. Are the Kohatites holier? Not really. Because God said, Kohatites, only you can touch the Ark. They were sanctified by the Word of God. So the things God say to us, the Word of God, which is the will of God, becomes our highest sanctification. I asked a popular question recently. And everywhere I ask it, people don't know it. And I'm like, wow. But we are supposed to know this as Christians. We are supposed to have asked these questions. But why don't we ask? What is it in your life that pleases God the most? And when I take the survey, the highest, this thing I can give anybody is 62%. People say all kind of fantastic things. What is it in your life that pleases God the most? The closest, the closest is the person who said faith. And that's correct. Generally, what pleases God the most is faith. Generally. But individually, what pleases God the most in your life is your dominant gift or your calling. What you have been born to do, called to do, gifted to do. When you are doing it, that's what pleases God the most. What pleases God the most about prophet Manasseh is when he's prophesying. So what God has said about you you know, people don't understand that God's word is his designation. It was a word of oath. It was when he said. It was when he said. Whatever he said, that is what was. In the beginning, God created heavens and the earth. The earth was void without form and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God said. Let them, and then it was so. God said it was so. It was the word God of oath that he spoke over Jesus. That distinguished him among men. Because all the other priests were made priests without the word of oath. Are we here? There's a word that God gave to Abraham. I have made thee a father of faith. That was all. He didn't have a child. He didn't have children. So he didn't be qualified to be called a father. Now, there's nothing you seek that you won't find. There's nothing you ask that you don't receive. When you knock, it will be open to you. But if you don't understand the value of God's word, his oath, and his promise, when he even gives it to you, you throw it away. How many people haven't ever heard God told them a similar thing? I've made you a father. What did they do with it? And go see who? Because for them, what you are looking for is some jaguar the word the word the word god just gave 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 the word that is all acts 10 37 look at the previous verse before we come for the emphasis here the word which God sent. He's talking about Jesus. The word which God sent. The word which God sent. The word which God sent. <laughs> Unto the children of Israel. Preaching peace by Jesus Christ, his Lord of all. Verse 37. That word I say, 
that word I say how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation which was spoken by the Lord himself the salvation was spoken by the Lord himself and was confirmed to us by them that day. the Holy Ghost also bearing witness to the word with various signs and wonders and miracles and gifts of the spirit according to his own this word I say the word which God sent look at me what word did God send to you yeah, hey you too many words you don't know which one God sent to you look at me listen very carefully too many words you don't know that's the milk the jack-of-all-trade all the nutrients are mixed so you, you are just sucking so you don't know which word you don't know which word God sent to you what is your word what is your word what is your purpose what is your calling that which was from the beginning which we have heard our eyes have seen we've looked upon and our hands have handled let me tell you something you have to hold the word you must experience the word the word is a person but broken down into words so you can receive because words are spirit the person of Christ has been spoken to you you've heard but the word must take shape and form then you see then now you look upon so that those things that are not evident or those things that are not obvious you cannot look upon and descend but then you have to handle I'm about to close but there is something I saw the Holy Spirit like a tent a tabernacle upon the earth and I knew that the Lord is closer to us than ever and the reason for this is so that we can experience God that which we heard and seen and looked upon we can now handle God wants you to handle the Word of God God wants you to handle the Word of God God wants you to handle the Word of God God wants you to handle the Word of God now listen what your spirit experienced your soul must experience what your spirit experienced your body must experience your spirit is a son of God but your body must also become a son of God we groan waiting for the adoption the redemption of our bodies so your body can also become a son of God your body will be like that of angel your body will be like the body of Jesus when you got born again your spiritual man experienced deity your soul is being renewed but when you are a spiritual man you take your soul and you school him you take the word of God and push it into the mind and take your, the word of God push it into your emotion take the word of God push it into your soul when you are finished then you take the word of God and push it into your body now listen you must put the word of God into your body 
you must teach this your body you must put the word of god inside your body must experience divinity your body must encounter god your spirit beholds the glory of god your body must see it 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 Karahoshata, your body must see it that is why we must have more encounters we must have more encounters i believe that the, some of the encounters we have when jesus walks into our room i believe our body experience what our spirit also experience at least in a measure that is why i love to be in a service like this that's why i love to be in watered garden where the anointing is so strong you can feel it in your body what is happening in the spirit distills and infiltrates the body so hango halahasha Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Look, this is the right time to speak in tongue or prophesy. can't hear you God wants us to be skillful in the word of righteousness. Skill in the word of righteousness. You should be able to use the word of God to change circumstances. Please be seated. Let me drop this and we go. Now, there is something called the word of righteousness. And concerning the word of righteousness, the Bible says we have to be skillful. Righteousness is your right standing with God. And you must have the skill when it comes to your right in standing in God's stead. 
You must have the skill. You must know how to command situations to change. You must know how to use the word of righteousness. You must know how to use the word of God to change things. Ultimately, God is not going to give you anything except the word. And he expects you to use the word to create everything you need. Not just that. Use the word to help other people and use the word to change heaven and earth. Now, some of you don't understand that you cannot even grow if you don't learn how to speak the word of God. Speaking the truth in love, we may grow up into him. All of you may prophesy, that all of you may learn. If you don't learn how to prophesy, you can't grow spiritually. One of the disciplines in the school of the spirit is you must learn to prophesy. When you get born again, the first thing is the Holy Ghost makes sure you speak in tongues and prophecy. Why? Why is tongues and prophecy the first manifestation of the infilling of the Holy Ghost or outpouring of the Holy Spirit? Because God is a talking God. He created everything by his word. And he knows that if you can speak his word in your recreated spirit and speak it in your mouth, you can get the same result he gets when he speaks. And because God is word, the first manifestation of the spirit is word, tongues and prophecy. When you speak in tongues, you are speaking mysteries. You are talking like God. It's the same as prophecy, but the difference between prophecy and tongues is that the guy prophesying now goes the extra mile to capture the mysteries and articulate it in our language that alone deploys his spiritual faculty it just matures him so the more you're able to hear what god is saying and say exactly the same the more you are mastering the divine process because that's how god does his things some of you your tongues this is how it sounds in the spirit Black, black, black sheep. Have you any wool? Yes, sir. Master, three bags full. And so when you are saying it, the angels will be dancing. They won't do any work. If I stood before you and I said, Peter Piper, pick a pair of pickle pepper. A pair of pickle pepper. If I come stand before you and I'm saying that, you'll be confused. If I were a baby, you know that, okay, I'm a baby. I learned that in school. So if you stand before your angel or God, and all you are saying in the realm of the spirit is like a rhyme you just get smile from heaven and nothing else but if i say young man stand up i got something done pick that handkerchief i got something done you must learn how to speak the language of the spirit where angels know you are speaking intelligent words the tongue you are speaking is the one you spoke 15 years ago when you got born again all your tongue is like mama dada baba mama dada that's what you get you you need to speak tongues that will move chariots you know I was in Kumasi. And I went to Kumasi because the Lord would go to Kumasi. The Lord wanted to go to Kumasi. You'll be shocked. If I didn't go, the Lord won't go. 
Now, it doesn't have to be prophet Manasseh per se, but somebody must go. You say, don't we have prophets in conversion? There are wonderful, great prophets. But you see, just as you won't send everybody, there can be a lot of good people, but you will send one at a time. And especially when you have your personal protocol, it's easy to send him. I told them that sometimes Jesus comes around and people don't understand this oh, but Jesus everywhere, Jesus everywhere. No, that's his omnipresence. You are talking about something else. I'm talking about his manifest presence. That's different. Sometimes Jesus comes to town for 10 days. Accra. And I tell, I tell you here in church sometimes. I say Jesus is in town for 10 days. You go to some few places. And then maybe go somewhere else. Maybe to Illinois. Or somewhere else. You know. We went to Kumasi together. And you know what? I saw chariots in groups. About 10 different groups in Kumasi. Bluish. And they were standing still. They won't move. Until we organize a revival like this. And we released them in the revival. They were waiting for our evening meeting. When people start prophesying, they grow up to We are speaking mysteries. You don't understand, but they understand. They were waiting for us to ask them to start moving. And it is when they start moving that the revival starts. The outbreak of power and miracles start. So, that word that was sent, you must use it. When Elijah went to the widow of Zarephath, it was God who sent him. When the widow said, wrong address, did you just say that you need some food? You didn't hear well. Elijah didn't go back to say, God, ah, but you told me that you prepared a widow to feed me. Now the widow also says, yes, it's the last meal. That's what the children will do. Moses said to God, ah, you took us out of Egypt, you said we should come through this way, you know the sea here, and now we are stuck. And the Egyptian army, God said, why are you complaining to me? Take the rod, divide it. Wow. God didn't even tell me I'll divide it for you. He said, divide it. You don't know how much power you have until God tells you. May God tell you something. Elijah didn't go back to say, okay, woman, just hold on. Let me go and inquire of the Lord more and come. He has already received the word. He just need to be skillful in the word and use it. Elijah said, for that says the Lord. That one, it was not God who told him at that minute. God had told him already. It was like when Jesus waited four days before going to the tomb of Lazarus. He said, Lord, I know you, have, you already heard me. You heard me the day I said this sickness is known to death. You heard me. 
from now to the middle of January, we're going to be getting to some mysteries. I was in a meeting Saturday night. I wanted to preach. And I started speaking in tongues. Everybody was standing up. We were prophesying and speaking in tongues for one hour. I didn't even know. I thought it was five minutes. So when I asked the people to sit down and I started preaching. When we finished the meeting, I was looking at the time. I'm like, wow. And the things we were saying, the tongues we were speaking, and the kind of things we were saying, we were not joking. We were speaking mysteries. And we're going to do that right now. We're going to put our bags down. And we're going to prophesy. Listen, some of you don't know that the whole of next year is in the womb of your spirit. It was Miles Moore who said your future is not ahead of you, it's in you. And that was a very powerful statement. Your husband, you can speak a word. Everything changes. Yesterday, a lady called me. She said, There's this man I'm moving with to marry, but the way he calls ladies over the phone and things, I think she will like girls too much, so I don't want to marry. So I asked her, How old is the man? He said, 50. I said, Oh, the man is even already tired. I said, by 50, Abby, mean, 50. If the guy is 24 and he's a playboy, you may have to endure for another 30 years. The man is already 50. At 50, what can he do? I don't mean he cannot perform. He can perform, but he cannot really go out as a playboy. You, you get what I mean? Hey, why do you want to leave because of that? I said, if there's something else you can leave because of that. 50, the person is 50. You'll even be tired. But you can speak a word over your husband that changes him. Over your children. Over your business. I have a daughter in this church. I won't mention her name. This girl has just decided to live the word with joy. And every day God is promoting her. It's so wonderful that she has become like a wonder. I'm just looking at her. Hey, how can you hear? from God and be sad how can you hear the word of God and be sad glad tidings of great joy and be sad maybe you are hearing something else pastor I heard something today my heart is broken it's not even necessary I'm telling you God wants to tell you something God wants to tell you something. In fact, God wants to give you something. Oh, that's beautiful. We are done for today. God bless you. I told you that the Holy Ghost has formed a tent on earth. You know, Holy Ghost has no business here. I mean, 
but for us or save us and i told you why he's here to make you experience jesus so right now if you are born again leo close la kujo kandai ga stai galeka kos le bihia kamai ke koshino toros la clero dus emo wakamai kashpa Give me that scripture which says, I've covered you with the shadow of my hands and put my word in your mouth that I may create the heavens. It's in Isaiah. Put it on the screen for me. Let me show these people that the way God is going to create the new heavens is through your mouth. I put my words in your mouth and I've covered thee in the shadow of my hands. That's the Holy Ghost. Every time they mention a part of God, they are talking of the Holy Spirit. The face of God is the Holy Spirit. The hand of God is the Holy Spirit. The finger of God is the Holy Spirit. The shadow of God is the Holy Spirit. The wings of God is the Holy Spirit. The feather of God is the Holy Spirit. The feet of God is the Holy Spirit. Anything they mention about God is the Holy Spirit. I put my words in your mouth and I have covered thee in the shadow of my hands that I may plant the heavens and lay the foundations of the earth and say unto Zion, thou art my people. You don't even understand that if we don't prophesy, the church will not be established. But you see, if you are prophesying for your pocket or for your belly, these prophecies that plant heavens will elude you. Yes. You prophesy only for bread. That's why Jesus says some things about us and people don't understand. Because you're not a prophet of bread and wine. You are creating the heavens. You are changing the face. You are moving the chariots of heaven. And I love it. What we're going to do is that Michael is going to give us the strings and we're going to zoom into the spirit and then we're going to prophesy. said the Lord I'll pick you up I'll cause you to run receive speed recover 40 years recover 100 years what the canker worm has eaten the caterpillar the locust the palmer worm Riong Stosha Pafimala Jainkza Chlorono Susto Hifmap Plala Lostoskis Bayaklo Open your mouth Verukisano Hose Hey Simakusalahasha Let God use you to raise lives let God use you to make let God use you to build 
Korean Alosomi Kamashala Tayan Losulo Sari Kavi Mayakolo Sando Hayosulo Vos Mara Labratanoros Jacomoros Laberono Pamapu is Moro Locrunoso Shazekuri Halamosovayat Dekoros Lobi Maharashana Dealaso Opahamasara Kavimara Lala Sundas Jayorono Sandaba Wonderful Savior. Wonderful Savior. Hallelujah. Wonderful Savior. Prophesy. And I prophesy as I was commanded to the dry bones. Dry bones, hear my voice. That said, the Lord, life is coming into you. Savior, my Lord, and talk us lost. Here I form us, Lord, could There's a kind of prophecy for exhortation, edification, and comfort. There is another kind of prophecy that creates. It creates. Creates something new. Toria norosusenoros. Maya no salahosa. Miracles, miracles, signs and wonders. Believe God right now. Believe God right now. Open your mouth. Say Allah. Atono sula shaya. Kamayo pura slave moros. Teya juklaro no os para la 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 la. Pima ya loromosono. You are worthy, Lord Mosai. How great is our God See with me how great Is our God 
up, open him up, speak in tongues, prophesy, speak in tongues. Parabaparabaparabaparahospa. I shall not want. He leads me in the path of righteousness. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. Shepherd of my soul. Shepherd of my soul. Lift up your hand. There's a miracle here. The Lord is I see the miracle himself here. I shall not walk. His name is called Wonderful. He leads me in the path of righteousness. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. Shepherd of my soul. Shepherd of my soul. Lead me on. Shepherd, I shall not want. He leads me in the path Lift up your hands, of righteousness. Lift up your hands. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. Shepherd of my soul, shepherd of my soul, lead me. Wherever you lead, lead me on. I will follow you. Wherever you lead, lead me on. I will follow you. Righteousness, 
his rod and his staff they comfort me is the shepherd of my soul shepherd of my soul lead me on i will follow you